Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Die Hard Minute, where every day, Monday through Friday, Movies by Minutes hosts talk about one minute of the greatest Christmas movie of all time. I'm Gary Roby. And I'm Victoria Cope. And we have Brian Green with us one more time. Welcome back, Brian. Hey, hey there. Welcome. How are you? I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm having a good time talking about Die Hard. This is a oh. <laughs> this is fun for us. It's nice to be able to talk about a movie that's not strictly speaking our movie, like one that we're talking about every minute of. Right, and it helps that it's you know a good movie. Yeah, it is a good movie. Yes. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. I'm really excited about this project. Like as soon as it was first announced that different teams of hosts were going to be talking about Die Hard, I was like, I want to do this. I think I heard about it like not long after we started Harry Potter, and I was like, Victoria, could you imagine if we did minutes of Die Hard? Well, I, th- I think you, you asked me like, oh, like do you want to do this or blah blah blah, and I was like, what like what movie is it? And you told me it was Die Hard, and I was like, do we get Alan Rickman minutes? <laughs> I think that was like my my one and only concern. And I'm all like, do do I get Hans? Like I want Hans. Well, I a little peek behind the curtain. The 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 weeks were randomly picked, so I didn't even have a choice. In I know. We, we, I'm we so didn't glad we got really good Hans minutes. Yeah. They're not my my favorite Hans minutes, but uh, what are your, I'll, I'll do I'll deal with it. What are your favorite Hans minutes? Well, I would have loved to have gotten the scene where we get uh, Alan Rickman doing his American accent. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> oh Clay, it's, uh, it's my favorite Clay. Yes. Clay. Oh my gosh, they did that. They worked that scene in there on purpose. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin the fact for for whoever gets that week, but. Uh, they they worked that in there on purpose. That's cool. Him doing that. That's really cool. Do they just want to make him do an American accent? Well, the, the fact that he could. Oh, okay. They're just like, oh, you're good at this. Let's uh, let's show that off a little bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, and this isn't the same, the same thing that you're talking about, Victoria. But have you guys seen the episode of King of the Hill that he's in? <laughs> no. So there's an episode where <laughs> wait, the Alan uh, Rickman Hank. In? Yes. Uh, Hank gets a contract with a renaissance fair Okay, uh, to provide propane for a fire-breathing dragon. <laughs> and Alan Rickman plays the king at the, at the renaissance fair. That's awesome. Who's, um, and Peggy, she ends up working as a wench at the Ren Fair, and she like leads the wenches in a revolt against the, the king's sexist pra- business practices. Uh- and... So the entire time, it's Alan Rickman's natural voice. He's playing the king. And except for the very end of the episode, when uh, he and Hank are jousting against each other, Hank knocks him off of his horse and he he drops his fake British accent, quote unquote, unquote. copious air quotes here, and goes into a Texas accent. Wow. Oh, I I need to watch this. It is amazing. I need this in my life. So how did I... I used to watch a lot of King of the Hill, and I am so surprised that I missed that. Or if I didn't miss it, that I totally don't remember. Wow. I need to see this. Oh, it's real good. Everyone out there should... Check that. Check it out. It oh is my, so oh good. Oh my god! I need to see this. You have no idea. I need. I'm, I'm definitely <laughs> going to look this up. This I know. I'm. I'm definitely. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> go home. I'm gonna wait until my husband gets home, and I'm gonna tell him the story You're that like, you just told me. Like, you do know that there's this episode, and I'm gonna find it. We're gonna watch it. I'm gonna. Yeah. King of the Hill night. Yep. All right. We're not here I'm, to talk about King of the Hill. We're I'm here excited. to talk about We're here to talk about minute 32, you guys. Welcome to King of the Hill minute. No. 
<laughs> I don't know Legit. if I could, I don't know if I could stand that. I like King of the Hill, but I don't know if I like it that much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, could you imagine how long it would take to do like a TV show minute by minute like that? Bob's Burgers. Oh Jesus, <laughs> that's awful. Yeah, that's a that's a nightmare. <laughs> Today we're talking about minute thirty-two. Let's let's talk about Die Hard, guys. Minute thirty-two <laughs> starts with a not so veiled threat, and it ends with a frantic search. So the end of the minute, last minute, Han said, "It's a very nice suit, Mister Mister Takagi," and then the beginning of this one, he says, "It would be a shame to ruin it." So well, he shouldn't. He shouldn't have ruined it. I mean, <laughs> he, that 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 suit is gone. Yes, it is ruined. What a it's shame! Sufficiently ruined. This is the minute, Along guys. This Takagi's is like a big head. deal. <laughs> it's gross. It's gross. <laughs> it it's quite quite graphic. It is. True. I did not. I did not expect it to be this graphic when I was like preparing to take notes for the minute. <laughs> There's a. I don't know if you want to get there already, but there's a slight in in the when he's about to when he shoots Takage. Uh-huh. Uh the cut, the edit that's right there. Y- you would blink and miss it because it only happens for a a second. Okay. Uh Alan Rickman, he uh he flinches. So every time you see Hans Gruber shoot anybody in the whole movie, they cut to hit away from him because Alan Rickman couldn't not flinch. Oh, he so when he pulled the trigger, he, he would he's wincing. He 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 does this. Oh, like he oh, backs I see his head that. Back. He backs You're his head right. Back. So like in most, and I think that's the only time in which you can actually see him do anything. So they cut away. So they cut away every time. There's like a smash cut to away because he could not not flinch from the noise and the muzzle flash. Ah, oh. mm-hmm. so it's like oh. Alan Rick, and, Alan and Rickman's is not is the a good one bad to, guy. Well, not but, one to flinch. Yeah, huh? yeah, he's he's a good bad guy, but uh, you you shouldn't be flinching. No, if you're shooting a gun. <laughs> no, a probably guy. not. So they had to cut that away. Okay. So so before we even get to him pulling the trigger, <laughs> he and this is a thing that like bad guys do in movies. I get it. Like I've seen it in plenty of movies, but. When he tells, when he tells Takagi, I'm going to count to three. <laughs> there will not be a four. <laughs> there will not be a four. He sounds like a parent talking to like a disobedient child. I have used this line, this exact line on my middle school students. <laughs> Perfect. But, but I but said, I will count to three. There will not be a four. <laughs> but you're using it because of this movie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I don't know. He, everything I, everything I that comes uh, out of my mouth is, is a is a movie reference. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, exactly. As I told I told Gary I need a shirt that says I speak, I speak in, in movie, movie references. references. Yeah. Cuz yeah. that is my life. Uh I think it feel like it's a kind of patronizing. Condescending, yes. you know. Yes. He do, doing that on purpose. One. Oh, absolutely. Two. It's good that he doesn't do like the snooty like <laughs> babysitter voice. Oh god. Three. No, the the, the exaggeration. Where's my code, Takagi? The uh the the exaggeration. Three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> three and three quarters. I told you, Mister. There's not going to be a four. <laughs> uh huh. Uh, it's so silly. I don't know. Like I I've seen this happen in so many movies before, but for some reason. That is just absolutely what was in my head when I was taking my notes for this today. It was like, 
You sound like a parent with a little kid. It's so silly. So he does. He counts to three, and there isn't a four. Takagi says, I don't know, I'm telling you. And like, I think maybe he doesn't know. No, I think, yeah, he, I, I don't think he knows. No, I don't think he knows. He says, get on a jet to, to Tokyo and ask the chairman. I'm telling you, you're going to have to kill me. Oh my God, Takagi, why? Why? <laughs> why? <laughs> Just poor five children. Right? Right. I mean, his children are probably all grown, but still. Five kids that he's leaving behind. He's the... Is he the, like... I mean, this is probably... Every time I'm asking a question, I feel like it's something that's probably been addressed already on this show. What is Takagi's, like, position here at this building? Like, is he the... He's not the CEO. He's not the head of the company. Because it's a Japanese-based company. But is he, like, in charge of this particular building? Is he the highest-ranked uh, person here? They say it... Uh when uh, Gruber is walking walking through the crowd looking for Takagi, uh, he says it. Yeah, uh, he's got his I whole don't... speech. You're right. Yeah, I don't know exactly what it is, but yeah, when he's going around saying like all of his credentials, his, you know, where he went to college, and you know how many kids he has, all of which you know th- this was meant to intimidate him. But all of this information today would be so easy to get. Like, okay, cool. He looked at my Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, it's, I didn't even think about, like, oh, like, he did a lot of work and research into this guy in order to to have his little intimidation here. It's much more impressive in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. Like, how did you figure all this stuff out? You know where I went to school? You know where I was born? I wasn't even born in this country. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. It's a lot of info we got about him. <laughs> So, can we talk about Theo's little table computer? <laughs> yeah, it's like is this isn't th- this is just in the conference room table, like just built into the table. Yeah, it's like going down. It's it like closes. Yeah, it's like pretty a, cool. It is pretty cool. I'm like that's pretty cool, actually. It's one of those things that just really dates a movie, though. You're like, oh, this was made to look really high tech and really cool. (laughs) Yeah, in 1988. (laughs) Not in 2017. No. Yeah, I'm like, oh. I don't need my laptop to be built into my desk. (laughs) No, no, not at all. That would be a literal desktop, not a laptop. Yes, you're right. There you go. (laughs) Oh, that's. It's so weird. And it's not like a laptop screen screen like this, like, I could close shut. It's, like, sinking it's like, it, down. Yeah, it sinks it? down. Yeah. It reminds like me of the, the lights on a Corvette or, like, those. Yeah. Yeah. That, like, pop up. Mm-hmm. I had a, my first car that I bought was an old Mazda Miata, and it had the pop-up lights like that. Oh, jeez. And there was something so satisfying about clicking the lights and having them just pop up. You're like, yeah. <laughs> I was a teenager. It was fun. I'm sure. <laughs> so after after uh, Gruber shoots Takagi, Carl hands Theo some money. Did they have a bet about whether or not Takagi was going to give up the code? And- hey, do you think? Do you think that's what they were talking about last minute when he said when Theo was like, "I told you," and Carl said, "It's not over yet." Yeah, they're talking about a bet. They're they're. I. I- 
<laughs> betting whether or not he's going to have to shoot Takagi? Yeah. Or, or betting it. about whether or not he's going to give up the information? Yeah. Okay. Whether he has yeah. the code or he's going to give up the code or... Yeah. So Carl thought Takagi was going to help them. He thought he would give it up to save his life or, or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Wow. They're about to get 20% of $640 million. That that bet is so, <laughs> so it's, it's nothing. This is nothing. Yeah, it's ins- it's it's it, it, inconsequential. Yeah, it doesn't matter. This is just the but game. But it's yeah, it's just a game exactly. It's something. Yeah, to do. because at this point, at this point, they have no reason to think that they're gonna have any trouble. No. Uh, because it is Christmas and they've replaced the guard, and there's no need for anyone to come and check out what's going on. They've cut all the outside communications. Like, if John wasn't here. This would just go so smoothly. It's why it's a Christmas movie, because <laughs> none of this would be happening <laughs> if it weren't Christmas. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Booyah. John wouldn't be here if it weren't Christmas. The terrorists wouldn't be there if it weren't Christmas. Christmas, Christmas party. Okay. <laughs> Run DMC's there. <laughs> Run DMC's Run there. DMC's He's there. having a good time. Uh... I like, I think it's kind of like really brutal that after Hans shoots Takagi, he, he tells Tony, see if you can dispose of that. Oh. Like, yeah. he's not even a person anymore. He's just a corpse. Like, let's get rid of that thing. It's a dead body now. Ugh, it's so brutal. It's a, yeah, it's a pretty cruel. Right? He just doesn't, uh, Hans group don't care. <laughs> he's still a Slytherin, Victoria. He's still a Slytherin. <laughs> he just plays really good bad guys. I guess. Hey, are you admitting he's a bad guy? Oh. I just, Alan Rickman himself is not a bad guy. <laughs> I just said he, the actor plays really good bad guys. Okay. But I'm saying he, like, got, he got he got pigeonholed. Okay. Is that that's why he's that's why he's a good snake, because he's good at being bad guy. He's well Snake's right, not a bad Vic- guy. Victoria. What? Uh, I was thinking about this earlier. Mm. Uh, which is your favorite of his characters? Oh. Is it uh, is it Snape or is is it Gruber? Or is it a oh, different... Oh, no. Do I... I can already tell you who her favorite... I can already tell you who her do, favorite Alan do... Rickman is. <laughs> do I... Is it ne- neither? Oh. Do, like I said, do I have to pick between the two or do I, can I pick any role that he's ever been in? <laughs> I, am firmly, I firmly believe that's one of the other two, but if you have another one, go ahead. No, my favorite character that Alan Rickman's ever done is Sheriff, Sheriff of Nottingham. The moment I was going, uh, the moment you said there was another one, I was like, okay, I think I know where we're going with this. <laughs> Again, very a very good bad guy, an extremely good. Bad I, guy. I disagree with you, but uh, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I watched that movie literally only for Alan for Rickman, Alan Rickman for the most part because I'm not a huge <laughs> Kevin Costner fan, but uh, mm. I'll watch anything that has Alan Rickman in it. <laughs> yeah. Right. I think and anytime I really like, someone's doing an Alan Rickman movie that's asked us to be a guest, you've just been like, give me Alan Rickman. I'm like, just give me whatever, like, give me a scene with him in it. Uh, I also like him as Dr. Lazarus in, in, in Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest. Like, that's very fun. Oh, that's really fun. So good. Um, I think Galaxy Quest Minute is running right now. I also like Judge Turpin in Sweeney Todd, so. Yes, yeah, Sweeney Todd. He, play, he plays, mm-hmm. uh, he plays, okay, instead of using the word bad guy, he plays very, uh, very Antagonists. good. Protagonist. Okay, there you go. That's a safe word. And antagonist. That's a very good uh, safe word, I suppose. Because he's always because mm. he's definainly the antagonist, an antagonist in all of those. Being a bad guy. That's true. 
And he is definitely the antagonist in all of those movies. I like that he's just like straight up a villain in this movie. No, yeah, he definitely mm-hmm. is straight up a villain in this movie. Uh, he got this role because like they saw him playing a villain in some play. Oh, wow. And so they were like, oh, like th- this guy. Where he's gonna be, he's gonna be... He's gonna be Hans He's Gruber. gonna be Hans. Yep. That's cool. So he was, like, offered the part. He didn't audition for it? I, I guess he had to come in on an audition oh, sure, afterwards. But, but they approached him. Uh, yeah, it said that the producer and the director was at a play for Dangerous Liaisons. Oh! I think I've heard of that. Alan Rickman played like the evil, the evil character. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. <laughs> played the evil character in in that, and immediately they realized that they had found their Hans Gruber. So I guess that they approached him and was like, "Hey, you should come audition for this." Oh, very nice. So that's fun. I believe. See again in a play, he's playing like an evil character. I don't know. He just plays really good antagonist. Yes, it's a French it's a French novel. I believe we have a um English printing of it at the bookstore I work at. Mm-hmm. It's got like the movie cover cover or whatever on it because that's what happens whenever there's an adaptation made of something. Drives me crazy. I I like that he's I yeah, I like that he's the bad guy. Like actually a bad guy. He's really bad. I can't guy think of any other movies that I've like where he's just straight up the villain. Well, I mean, in Sheriff of Nottingham, he is the villain in sure. that. Like, in, in I Robin haven't Hood. seen that that version of Robin Hood. Well, I mean, in any version of well, Robin sure. Hood, the Sheriff of Nottingham is the is essentially the villain. I always see King. Other than like, the King oh, is the bad guy. I think Sheriff of Nottingham is worse than the King. Well, he's the um, lackey. Yeah, yeah. No, the, the, the sheriff's always worse than the okay. King. Like even even in the Disney animated, one, <laughs> like the Sheriff of Nottingham is like a jerk, and well, yeah, because the king is kind of a bumbling idiot. In that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that version. Me too. Uh, that's fun. No, yeah, I don't know. So I think he plays. That's definitely a bad guy. Okay, in, I'll have to watch in that, that movie. Uh, yeah, because I don't know if I want to call Judge Turpin a bad. He is a not a nice guy, but he has like good intentions. He, oh, I'm not sure about that. He, he definitely raped Sweeney's wife. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, terrible. I'm not going to, I'm not going to defend him at all. No, I'm not me. I mean, like for, for the, for the girl, not for his, his wife, uh, trying to, he, trying to keep, uh, him, uh, the guy away from, from, uh, I don't even remember her name. <laughs> That's a Joanna. Joke. Joanna. There you go. Ah. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen Sweeney Todd, to be honest. Me too. Mm. That's a shame too. That's a great movie. That's a great musical. We we'll have to watch. We we'll have to watch that when you're done watching. Uh, um, King of the Hill. King of the Hill. I know. I'm, I'm Alan Rickman <laughs> marathon tonight. Woo! <laughs> in, a, in a roundabout way. In a roundabout way. So they kill Takagi. Yes. And then. John McClane makes all the noise. <laughs> like <laughs> he's been like, so oh, good and so. I better quiet. not get caught. Let me make all this noise. Yeah, and then he like scrambles and does he like does he like he like bumps something or like he he like th- throws his back against the he turns around the 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 model display that he's under and like leans up against the side of it. It's just like this really loud scuffle. And so everyone has to run into the other room and be like, what's going on here? Oh, of course. Oh, of course. 
We must investigate this noise. Mm -hmm. So Carl takes the lead and Tony follows behind him. Both of them have been given orders, but do this instead. It's, uh... Okay, so so Hans told Tony to clean up the body. And then he told Carl uh, to go check on Heinrich's work. Heinrich's, like, one of the guys that's upstairs rigging all the bombs. So yeah. We'll see you later in the week. Um, and then both of them get distracted. And I don't think Tony ever goes back to clean up the body. Mm. Do they ever deal with the body? No, no. later on in the movie, you can uh, you can see the... It's still there. Uh, they, they go back into this room and you can... Uh, in the scene where uh, he's under the... T- where McLean's under the table. Uh-huh. And oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, and you could see the blood stains. You could see... You could see it all. I, I don't think you... I, I don't think they ever take care of the no. body. <laughs> he distracted about them. it. Yeah. <laughs> That's brutal. That is pretty brutal. Like they just totally forgot. Slip, slip their mind. I don't think we see where John is hiding in this minute. I don't think we'll see it until tomorrow. Yeah. So they go through the other room where the model table's at and like duck in a couple of doors, but he's not to be found. And, uh, and that's it. That's the whole minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do want to say I wish all I wish all buildings had door pulls that were shaped like the building that you were in, like this. <laughs> yeah, like it's you super see the fancy. you see it, super fancy, and I'm like I wish you know I I wish I would walk into my school and like oh hey look my door opens by pulling this do- this replica of this building that I'm in. Yeah, they're they're um. Their logo is sort of like a top-down view of the building design, too, right? Yeah. I think that's super... It's just everywhere. They're just like Nakatomi Plaza. Yeah. So fu- The Nakatomi Corporation is just full of themselves. <laughs> yep. What is... Um, just like... no. <laughs> do we know what they do? Like, what what is the Nakatomi business? Like, I know that they have this high-rise building... Oh well, actually, um, let's see. What what's the the kind of smug guy later that that is, says he's going to negotiate with Hans for them? He talks about like how he's a negotiator for like working with clients, but I don't, I don't, still don't know what they do necessarily. Are they businessmen? Like, are they selling stuff? I guess I could look this up. I'm looking at it right now, and I'm having trouble finding it. Yeah, it's weird. I don't think it says. They just have a skyscraper. <laughs> well, hopefully another one of the Minute hosts has uh, discovered this information and we'll just have to find out when we listen. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. I'm just going to abandon that thread altogether. I think uh, I think I'm done with this. I think I'm done with this minute. How do you guys feel? I feel good. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us for another minute of Die Hard Minute. You can find the show at DieHardMinute.com. Twitter is at DieHardMinute. And uh, we've got a Facebook listener group, Die Hard with a podcast listener's limo. Uh, Victoria and I do Harry Potter Minute and Ferris Bueller's Minute Off, both of which can be found at DuelingGenre.com. Uh, and you can find our guest Brian at I Hear Ramona Sing on Twitter. Yep, yep. I still don't feel comfortable just like wrapping, just like letting it be the end. Just like, that's it, the end. Merry Christmas? You said Merry Christmas yesterday, Victoria. (laughs) And a Happy New Year. (gasps) Tell me you got that. I got it, I got it. 
get your heart on Channel 5.